Hi, this is Jindo. Welcome to Tree Leaf. We're going to keep talking about Buddhonomics, living in hard times. But uh, before I start, I'm going to tell you, I'm not sure I completely always follow the advice myself that I'm about to hand out. I do try to do the best I can, and I know it's still very wise advice. But in this world, it's so hard to truly live small. We're told every day on the television to buy this, buy that. And if you look around my house, you'll be surprised that someone who came to Japan 20 years ago with basically two suitcases now would need a couple of trucks to haul all his junk. You know, when my mother died a few years ago, I remember we spent four or five days going through her house, all the closets, cleaning it out. And it's amazing how much stuff someone can accumulate in a lifetime. Some of it went to charity. Some of it went to the dump. In the end, we can't take it with us. But during this life, there is tremendous value to not be attached to stuff and to live small, to live simply. You know, behind me is the garden here at uh, Tree Leaf. We bought this farm when we decided to spend the rest of our lives here in Japan. I think uh, I've told my wife, there's a good chance I'll die here. Toss my ashes in the back. We have a farm field. Just toss them under a tree somewhere. We bought this place in order to to have a place to live, to raise our children, but also to make tree leaf. You can see the building in the back, that was the barn. It's now the, the zendo where we have our zazenkais in the back. You can see it. But uh, we spent our savings on it. We splurged. Until that time, we had lived in a tiny apartment in Tokyo. The joke was you had to go out outside in the hall to change your mind. It was so small. Literally, in this place, the kitchen was the bedroom. Get up in the morning, sleeping in a futon on the floor, fold up the futon, and it was the office, it was the living room, it was the kitchen. And we had two bicycles, no cars. Now in Scuba here where we live, there are no trains, the buses are not so good, so sure we have two cars in the garage. One for my wife, one for me. We're very fortunate in that way. But yet, whenever you have stuff, it's so easy to be attached to things. Buddhist monks ideally would go into the mountains, make a hut, take water from the stream, eat whatever nuts and berries they could gather. There are still monks in China who live that way. But you know, if you're attached to your hut, if you're attached to your stream, it's still not good. One must covet not just small, but non-attachment. And don't get hooked. Boy, they try to sell you stuff on the TV. You need this, you need that. 
don't get hooked keep it simple as much as possible live small these days with the economy the way it is it's not like many of us have a, a choice I've heard people lose their house family of five people forced into a tiny apartment the bank repossessing the car forced to give up so many of the luxuries of life if we're in the West most of us still are living like kings compared to how people live in some of the developing world how people lived a hundred years ago but still it's not easy for folks to to lose their house lose the things that they acquired through a lifetime we have to remember to live small. Victor Maslow was a wonderful psychologist who made a pyramid of what people truly need to live. For example, you need a certain number of calories each day. You need some roof over your head to protect you from the rain. He added, friendship and companionship is really necessary for all of us, and unless there's something wrong with us, we need other people. We're, we're people who need love and to be loved. But beyond those simple needs, air to breathe, water to drink, what do we truly need? The richest man in the world is a man who can live in a simple house with a tea bowl and a simple meal before him and be content a poor man is a man who lives in the greatest mansion with a rolls royce in the garage who is not content live small if you are gifted with money in this world you're not monks you're homeowners householders and if you are gifted with money the buddha advised to use your money well don't use it just selfishly don't Use it wastefully on, on pleasures that, that soon fade into oblivion. Use your money for something good. Live well and live small. Never be attached to the things you have. Never run after things for happiness. I like to think this beautiful house that we have, if it ever burned to the ground, I might shed a tear or two, but then let it go. We might end up living back in that one-room apartment or in a cardboard box out in the front, if that's where life forced us. So long as there was a roof over our head, be content. Then you are the richest man in the world. Like I said, it's advice that I'm handing out here that I can't say I always take myself. I have credit card. I buy stuff. I have a color TV in the other room. But live small. That's the key to freedom. Don't be attached. Okay. Shall we sit with that? There's no charge for that.